Hello and welcome to the Good Finds podcast with me, Rachel Paris, brought to you by Gumtree. Previously on the Good Finds podcast, we discovered that Drag Race star Cheryl Hole has a penchant for hairy chests. Hey, I get it. My husband looks like Chewbacca and he'd be absolutely fine with me saying that. And do you know why? Because he has no choice. This is the show that brings on a special celebrity guest only to confront them with their most outrageous headlines. We'll then work out the fact from the fiction as they put the record straight. We've searched high and low for good finds, from social media to the last page of a very, very popular online search engine, which we shan't name. And you can also leave us a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Do that now, actually. No, now. No, literally, go and do it now. I'm not carrying on until you do. Done it? Okay, I don't believe you, but time is of the essence. Be warned, this episode of your favourite podcast series has some strong and saucy language, or as I like to call it, the good stuff. Our guest today is a TV star who shot to fame on The Only Way is Essex. He's appeared on the likes of The Celebrity Circle, Celebs Go Dating, Celebrity Masterchef, and now The Good Finds podcast, which he considers the highlight of his career. He's also got his own fashion line and is a bit of a wizard in the kitchen. Today's guest is the fabulous Pete Wicks. We'll be talking about quitting fame and revealing just who has a massive tattoo of him on their arm. Spoiler alert, it's not me. I can't wait any longer. Let's start our chat with the brilliant Pete Wicks. Pete, welcome to the Good Finds podcast. Thank you very much for having me. It's such a treat to have you. You've been on a lot of programmes. You're a busy man. I'm a busy man. Yeah, I don't know why, because I'm pretty sure everyone's sick of me now. Uh, but yeah, fingers in pies, both. Fingers, in, fingers pies. in pies. That's it. But you've got a lot of different skills. You went on um, Celebrity MasterChef. Did you enjoy that? I absolutely loved it. I wouldn't have said that um, I was particularly skillful. Um, do you know what I mean? But I, I, I'll give it a, I'll give it my best go. In fact, um, what's his name? Greg Wallace yeah. said that my sticky toffee pudding is the best he's ever had. That's my claim to fame. Wow. And you mean you can't beat that because Greg is the king of the puddings, isn't he? He knows his desserts. He's, he's the pudding man, yeah. So it might have been because I made my own toffee liqueur with it and just got pissed beforehand. But <sighs> let's forget that bit. Oh, my God. I can, tell, I can tell the listeners it is currently like getting close to lunchtime and this is making me want to have lunch. Um, you're an Essex boy uh, in great shape with the surname Wicks. Is Joe Wicks your brother or your dad? Uh, <laughs> do you know what? I, I actually feel sorry because I'm quite happy if people think I'm Joe Wicks' brother because he's an absolute superstar. He's a yeah. real good looking guy, real nice guy. He must get fucked off. People ask him all the time <laughs> if he's the brother of that Wally off a towel. Um, <laughs> But no, we're not related at all. I've never even met him. You don't know him? No, I don't know him. We've never met. I think we've got to make this happen. We've got to get the two of you together. There's, I feel like um, there's a programme in this. What, Wicks on Wicks? Wicks on Wicks. Yeah, yeah on I, Wicks. I, I imagine he'd probably punch me in the head saying, why have you got the same, why have you got the same name as me? I'm sick of people <laughs> asking about you. How did you, you mentioned Towie, like, obviously, like, that's the big one. Um, how did you get into Towie? Do they sort of bundle you into a van and then you're just trapped in the show? In all seriousness, not far off. <laughs> not far off. I um I worked in the city for years before um before I did Towie. Um and then a friend of mine was on it and I got asked to do it for, for quite a while and I didn't really want to do it. I'd never really watched it. And then in the end I thought, well look, they're gonna fly me out to Marbella for ten days, so I have an holiday uni best mate. I'll just do that bit and then that'll be it. Uh, that was seven years ago. Wow. It's been the lo- yeah, it's been the longest holiday of my life. <laughs> I I'm I'm uh, more of a made in Chelsea viewer. But That's I'm... it. I'm off. 
I know. Why am I saying this? Why am I saying this out loud? Like, I'm so sorry. But I know you're good friends with Sam Thompson. Do you think Sam is a little bit too posh? Oh, uh, no, he's not a little bit too posh. He's far too posh. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's... he's, he's we kind of have a relationship that's kind of like um, a love-hate relationship. He loves me, I hate him. That's kind of how it, <laughs> that's kind of how it goes. Uh, yeah, he's ordinarily not my cup of tea. None of that Chelsea lot really are. They're the wrong side of London. Do you know what I mean? I know, right? I can't stop watching it, though. Like, I've watched it since the start, and I'm like, I have nothing in common with you, and I don't understand you, but I can't stop watching what you're doing, including Sam Thompson. Maybe that's why you're friends. Well, do you know what it is? It's like I'm not really interested in hearing who's got the most money in the trust fund. <laughs> um, but my a little secret for you: I, yeah. I've never watched Made in Chelsea. I've never watched Towie. I don't watch reality TV at all. I've never watched myself on TV either. Oh my god, really? I'm more interested in serial killers and David Attenborough. <laughs> that's your thing. You love the that's... the real the real murder. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Ted Bundy style. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I like that sort of stuff. So I don't watch any reality TV at all. So when people ask me what's going on this, that and the other, I'm, I haven't got a clue. You're like, I have no idea. No idea. Is there a show that you'd most like to be on that you haven't done yet? Oh, um, SAS. Oh, my be... God. Yeah, I'm just watching that now. Yeah. I'd like to give that a go. I did Bear Grylls a couple of years ago um, and uh, it was amazing. One of the best experiences of my life. So uh, I like anything really that would take me out of my comfort zone. You, when would you get a chance to do something like that? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'd be, I'd be horrific. I've not seen a gym in seven years uh, and I don't really like getting shouted at. Um, but I would just like to give it a go. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like getting shouted, that's what I think. Like of all of like, all the physical challenges look awful. Don't get me wrong. Like I wouldn't last a second in there. But also... The people shouting at me when you're trying your best, that would yeah. do for me. I'd be like, there is no need for this attitude, is there? Ask me nicely and I'll do it. You keep telling me what to do and you can fuck off. This is it. This is it. Exactly. Do you know what? Me and my husband were watching it a few weeks ago and we said, what we're going to do, like put your hand up when they make them do something that you would just leave the series immediately. And literally within five <laughs> minutes of the programme, it said they're on a train at 5.30am in the morning. And we were like, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> so no. Yeah. All, the, all them sort of ones, the, the ones that kind of push you out your comfort zone, they're, they're the ones I'd like to do. I'd be useless on things like, um, what's the dancing one? Strictly. Uh, Strictly. Come, Strictly. Uh, yeah. No, not for me. No, really? I've got two left feet and I've got no rhythm. I can't even crack to a beat. But you could be uh, the comedy one who's bad at it. What, yeah, the one that everyone takes a piss out of that just rolls about on the floor. Yeah. So basically what you tell me is I could be the new Ed Balls. Yeah, or Anne Widdicombe. Or Anne Widdicombe. Yeah, she's actually probably got more rhythm than me. <laughs> Something to think about. Uh, you've got a lot of tattoos, obviously, which are well photographed. Do you worry about what will happen when you get a saggy neck when you get older? Um, I don't worry too much about the saggy neck because I've already got it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that's already come true. But do you know what? Like, I mean, I started getting tattooed when I was really young and yeah. everyone says, oh, what are you going to be like when you get older? Um, and I will just be a big green mess uh, is the answer <laughs> to that one. Uh, I already look like a mouldy bit of broccoli in a pair of swim shorts when I'm on holiday. So um, I'm past the point of, um, of giving a shit now, I think. I love um, it. Have you got any more in the pipeline? Yeah. So I, I don't think I have that many tattoos which I know sounds really weird to people because I'm sort of mostly covered, but all I see now is space. Right, okay. So I've got that weird kind of, I don't know, probably some sort of body dysmorphia where I think, oh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of clear skin You see there. a bit of skin and you're like, that is empty skin. Yeah, exactly. And obviously being from Essex, everyone is, uh, everyone is really tanned, whereas I don't really have to worry about that too much because I'm sort of just green. 
I understand. Um, if you look at me, like I'm just so bronzed. Um, of course, it just yeah. comes naturally. Yeah, you yeah, cost cost it all some did that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, Pete Wicks, are you ready for your first good find headline? I don't know, but we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. You've got no choice. So here we go. On Twitter, apparently, Pete Wicks hates small talk. So look, I have to ask you, what do you think about the weather today? Oh, the nice. please, don't, please don't. That is literally one of my least. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't care. Right. So, right. Okay. I get quite passionate about this. Yeah. If you're talking about the weather, you've got the charisma of a fucking door frame. All right. I'm not interested in the weather or talking to someone about the weather. Yes, it's sunny. Yes, it's raining. Yes, it's whatever. Also, another one of my pet hates is when you have, obviously, you've got your mates who you talk to on a, a daily basis, is when you've got them sort of semi mates, acquaintances, and yeah. they ask how you are. You don't care how I am. Don't ask me. And I also don't care how you are, really. So I'm not going to ask you. Right. And the worst one is, is during this pandemic uh, thing, it's got even worse when people go, oh, yes. Yeah, so what do you think about COVID? I'm not having that conversation. No, no, no. Because who's going to go? I love it. I think well, it's great. You know, underrated COVID. Oh, well, what do you think about this? Do you think this is happening? Do you think, oh, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Anything that happened, I just I cannot talk to people about it because people are either... So stupid that they have the most ridiculous answers, and then you, 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 I just can't be bothered with it. Uh, so yeah, small talk. I feel quite passionate about. It. I just hate it. I hate it. I get it. Like the COVID small talk, especially like the lockdown oh. small talk, is so limited, and everyone just goes, "How's your lockdown been?" And the oh. answer is always up and down, up and yeah. down, up and down. What have you been up to? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I've done nothing. What about you? It's like someone's going to come out and look, I've learnt Cantonese. No, you haven't. You haven't done shit. I hate, honestly, uh, what have you been up to in lockdown is my least favourite question. If someone says that, it makes me feel really quite violent. Uh, because because I just, it makes me just, honestly, it makes me want to drive off a cliff. What do you think I've been doing? Have you found people, because everyone's in a different work situation as well, they've been like, and have you found much work over yeah, lockdown? And the answer is always, bits and bobs. Yeah, you how's know? work been? Well, I've got by God, but keep keep him just, just, not as just busy trying as to normal. keep busy yeah just trying to keep busy obviously has a bit of an effect trying to keep busy i don't care and you don't care so stop asking what about recently like come on it's been sunshine and then freezing and then sunshine and then freezing where is summer you don't want to talk about that no i uh, you know the amount of time i'll tell you what i keep hearing at the minute and it's like someone came up with this joke that um, seems to have gone viral and everyone says it. Oh, the weather's more bipolar than I am. <laughs> everyone keeps everyone keeps saying that to me. The weather's I more bipolar that, than I am. But I am adding that to my joke book as a comedian. Honestly, that that's literally that's all I've heard. And every time you go out and you have to do that fake laugh, you go ha ha ha. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, and I just <laughs> I've run out of, of of I mean, listen in the in the job that I do, a lot of it is talking to people and meeting new people and doing all that sort of stuff. And it's supposed to, there is a lot of small talk. There is a lot of small talk. But now it's getting to the point where um, I just can't be bothered anymore. Have you got an alternative? Like, let's say you're meeting someone on a programme for the first time uh, and you don't want to do the small, oh, what have you been up to? How's your COVID been? And all of that. Have you got like, you know, uh, what are your passions in life? What do you hate? You know, <laughs> you've got alternative <laughs> questions that are provocative. <clears throat> yeah, I'll generally, uh, now anyone I meet, I'll go, hi, what's your five-year plan? 
no, I um, no. I generally, so what I've started doing now um, is just saying random shit to see how people react to it. <laughs> like an experiment. Yeah, basically, like yeah, it's like a social experiment now. When I go out, I just say random things just to to see how people react to it. So, have you got anything, Rachel, that I can use as a um, a shocking thing for people instead of talking about small talk? Have you got anything that I can use Ooh. for the future? I want to take something away from this podcast. I think try uh, try sort of like singing at them instead of talking at them. It really throws people, um, and they don't really draw attention to it. You know, if you just sort of like you're like, and how are you today? Uh, yeah. How just... was your lockdown? Exactly. And then just click away to it and dance. Dance, yeah, and then dance away. <laughs> excellent, excellent. If you ever see me doing that somewhere, you will know that I have fuck all interest in talking to that. But now that I've said it on here, people are going to know that that means that I have no interest in talking to you. We'll edit it out so you can yeah, do it. Yeah, edit, edit that bit out because I want to use that. Um, <laughs> I will be dancing and singing my way through life now um, in the hope that everyone fucks off and leaves me alone. I can't wait to see that. I'm not, it's going to be terrible. It'll be a headline, Pete Wicks Randy breaks into song every time anyone meets him and no one knows why. Yeah, we'll bring it up on the next episode. Fabulous. And ultimately, is that your goal? Uh, yeah. Yeah, leave me alone. Uh, I don't really like people, uh, so leave me alone. So if you act weird, they just don't, or just start dribbling. Just randomly start dribbling. And then people just think, I don't really want to talk to him. I don't, I don't want to talk to him about the weather. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of my new tax, just, just shock, shock people. And then they won't want to talk to you because they'll think you're a bit too odd. I love it. I'm going to take some of this for future life to use yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to move on to the next headline. <laughs> okay, great. All right, then let's move on. <laughs> Warning. The next part of the show mentions quitting sex and fame. So if you're currently thinking about quitting either, uh, well, I'd choose fame, to be honest. Pete Wicks, your next headline is, Towie's Pete Wicks quits fame and sex to live as a celibate Buddhist monk. I mean, this sounds mad. Did, did you do this? Did this happen? Now, this is a cracker, this one. Um, so basically, <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that this basically went everywhere. Um, <laughs> it must have been a really slow news week um, because I did an interview somewhere um, and they said, oh, you've been really busy, this, that and the other. And I said, you know what, I've had enough. I, I think I'm just going to sod off to Nepal and live as a, a, a Buddhist monk. That was all I said. That was, that oh, was it. Oh, just like a throwaway kind of thing. That, that was it. Then suddenly, next day, I woke up to Pete Wicks quits fame and sex. <laughs> Don't know where that came from. You were like, I haven't fine. quit sex. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I haven't quit sex. If anyone's around, <laughs> let me know. Um, <laughs> no, so it just, it just, it just spiralled into to this weird thing where everyone and I get people now will message me on Instagram or Twitter saying, um, sending me um, uh, monasteries in Nepal. Uh, you should try this one out. You should do this. Uh, if you actually volunteer to teach English to the monks and that works every, I'm thinking it was literally. I've not looked into it. I don't know. I mean, I would actually quite like to do it. It seems quite interesting. But, um, yeah, the giving up sex and, and giving up, I mean, maybe. You That's never know. That's a no. And I think you have to be quite devoted to God as well. Or yeah. gods. Uh, yes. And wear one of those sackcloth things perhaps as well. Yeah, well, it's, it's generally quite orange, isn't it? Um, yeah. uh, and I feel like that will, uh, that will probably clash with the green. Oh, um, yeah. You it's know not going mean? to work. So I'm not sure orange is my colour. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah it, it, yeah, it literally came out of nowhere. It was, um, and it went everywhere for a good few days as well. Have you thought about it? I mean, not being a monk, you know, we've established that might be going too far, but like, um, you know, have you wanted to like get into like spiritual, you know, do you like your yoga? Do you like your mantras? Have you ever had a crystal? Um, I've not, but my nan actually used to be a spiritual healer. Ah. So I, I do believe, and I'm not one of them people that, that goes on about all that sort of stuff, um, but I do believe there is something about it um, that I, I find quite interesting, but not to the point where I think I would move to Nepal and meditate every day on a rock and, and all that sort of stuff. But um, I think uh, the whole idea behind it for me was, as I said, God, I sound like a real happy person here. Uh, because I don't really like people, they do like that, that like a silence thing, don't they, for like yeah. a month? Yeah. Well, you have no phone, no that. And, and, and I basically said, I've been really busy for a few years and it's just constantly rushing about. And I would just like to get away in the middle of nowhere yeah. without a phone, without having to talk to people, without having to... I actually sound so fucking miserable, don't I? No, I, I hate get small it. Talk. I don't like people. Um, <laughs> but that's kind of where it came from. Um, and that was kind of the conversation is that after, um, you know, lockdown and all that sort of stuff, it made it put things into perspective that I haven't travelled as much as I want to travel um, and that's why I'd like to go and see some of these things and just experience it. So actually ultimately what you need is a holiday, a bit of Pilates yes. and for someone to just steal your phone? Basically yeah uh, and I don't need to go to Nepal and become a monk for that. <laughs> well disappointing for some people not least probably some of the monk orders of Nepal but good to know, good to know the oh, truth they're, behind that. They're over the moon that tip from Towie isn't coming over, um, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah, they must be over the moon because if they, any of them saw that story, they'd be like, oh, fuck that. No way. He ain't coming here. <laughs> You'd have to cut your hair for one thing, which would be a shame. Well, I had a skinhead for, for 15 years before I grew my hair. What? Extremes? Yeah, well, basically, where well, I had a skinhead for, for so long, um, uh, when I was about 26, 27, everyone sort of started saying that the reason I had a skinhead was because I was bald. And I was like... I will. I will show you. I'm not bald. Yeah. So. So yeah. So I grew my hair, but I've just. I've just taken loads of it off. So now I've sort of got like a dinner lady's bob. Um, <laughs> just because it started getting to the point where it was starting to look like a midlife crisis. I start. I was starting to look like Michael Bolton from the eighties. Oh do you know yeah. What I mean? So yeah, it wasn't a great look. You got to look out for that. You need. You keep an eye as as you get older that you don't get the balding with still the long hair. Well, I used to have a forehead, and it's developed into a five head now. So. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, we're getting there. So it's slowly going to get shorter and shorter. <laughs> it's a risk, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're going to move on to our next Good Finds <laughs> headline. <laughs> Disclaimer, the next part of the show mentions a cast member of Made in Chelsea. So if you're currently holding a gin and tonic, I'd put it down because the urge to throw it in someone's face will be too much to handle. <laughs> Here, Pete Wicks, is your Good Finds headline. Sam Thompson reveals tattoo of Pete Wicks wearing a fedora on his arm. Now, is this true? Is this, is, did this happen? Yes, that happened, yeah. So, God, oh, and it gets worse. It, get, <laughs> it, it Honestly, as if that isn't bad enough, it gets worse. Uh, so I, I, I have a, a podcast. I've done a couple of series of podcasts called Just a Little Prick, which um, doesn't refer to me. It's about tattoos. <laughs> Um, and uh, Sam came as a guest on the podcast a couple of years ago um, and we agreed to get tattoos together. Yeah. We then, uh, we wrote a show together. We, we do a show together that's on, on, on Monday nights and it was uh, something that was mentioned on that. So we did it for the show. So we went to a, a tattoo shop and the idea was we were going to pick each other's tattoos. Nice. Okay. 
So I have actually got a tattoo of Sam Thompson as well. What? Have you really? Like him in a beanie on your bum, maybe? No, it's on my hip because I didn't have a lot of room left. Right. Um, and thankfully that isn't in the headline. So everyone just thinks he's the pathetic one. <laughs> but actually we're equally as pathetic. So we basically got each other tattooed on, on, on ourselves. Is so, it just like his but, face? Yeah, but it looks nothing like him. It looks a little bit more like Michael McIntyre, I'll be honest with you. Um, so, whereas his actually does look like me. But when we were actually getting it done and, and the lady kind of, they're just like caricature outline tattoos. And when they were actually drawing up, he kept going to it, no, 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 it doesn't look old enough. So she put more eye bags in, more wrinkles around my face. So, so actually what he's got looks a little bit like Gandalf in a fedora. <laughs> Rather than me, um, and I seem to have got Michael McIntyre. Um, you've got, but, respectfully, you've got a wizard and a comedian tattooed on your bodies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but, but he's over the moon with it. I mean, he he's got his on his forearm, like really quite visible, like there, which I think is utterly mental. Yeah, that's crazy. I've got mine on my hip, and it's very lightly done because um, very soon I will cover the. Fuck up that thing, it will be gone. Yeah. Or I will just get a big red void through it, something like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we actually got each other tattooed. Um, I seem to have a habit of doing this um, because with the podcast, I actually agreed to get tattooed with a number of different people. Um, yeah, me and Saffron Barker are due to get a tattoo together. Um, I got tattooed by the oldest working tattoo artist in the world. Um, and he tattooed a horrific Casper the Friendly Ghost on me. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so throughout the podcast, because we're talking about tattoos and I like tattoos, I just seem to every guest go, well, should we get a tattoo? Should we get a tattoo? So I've just <laughs> ended up with a load of crap that relates to people that I may have spoke to once or met once. So what tattoo are you going to get of the Good Finds podcast? Because from what you just no. said, you know, you're, you're up for it. You know, you're not emotionally attached to your tattoos. You could get one of my face. Um, yeah, you could go next to Sam. I could start. It would start looking like it would start looking like a lineup, like yeah, a I love it. lineup. Do you know what I mean? With different people. I love it, but you're not um, covering me up. You got to keep me. Keep you. Maybe I could. Maybe I could transform transform Sam into you. Yeah, I think that would work. Actually, you know, blonde, blue eyes. You know, I would much rather have you on my body than Sam Thompson. I love trust it. Me. That yeah. is that is a headline that I'm keeping. Yeah, and there we go. And then next time I do this podcast, it will be so you randomly got. <laughs> Your, your Sam Thompson uh, tattoo changed into Rachel. I mean, yeah, it seems, seems like a great idea. <laughs> and I'm telling Sam Thompson, by the way. Oh, yeah, tell him. Honestly, hopefully that'll mean it'll fuck off and leave me alone. <laughs> I like to think of him as like a little pet that follows you around. Uh, no, it literally is. It's like the brother I never wanted. <laughs> oh, little Sam Thompson. I don't know him at all. I just know him from the programme. Do you know what? Whenever anyone describes Sam Thompson, they always go, no, oh, little Sam Thompson. And I really enjoy that because that's just generally the impression he gives off that he needs looking after. And actually, he's a bit of a bit of a one. No, 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 no. He really does need looking after. He is like it's that. Just, oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's 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 a, a great big twenty eight year old man child. <laughs> and he's got you to look after him. Yeah, and I've. I mean, not only do I look like his dad, his mum from behind, but um, but yeah, I do. I do generally look after him. Yeah. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, I know, nice. it's, a, it's a life sentence. <laughs> Pete, I think we're coming towards the end of the interview. Um, and it's been such a pleasure chatting to you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. I've really enjoyed it. It's been really nice, isn't it? Is there anything else you'd like to mention while you're here? Like, are you uh, any uh, 
Are you doing tattoos of your face at a farmer's market or anything? Um, no, do you know what? I've recently just done a show. Oh God. Yeah, go on. Uh, I've recently just done a show um, that I have uh, agreed to get someone else's face, uh, name, sorry, tattooed on me. Oh, my I, God. I need to stop doing it. I've become one of them people that actually isn't that fucking interesting. So uh, where I'm not that interested and I'm quite boring, <laughs> I seem to do this thing now where I just go, well, I'll get your face tattooed. Everyone goes, oh, wow. And that's what <laughs> makes me interesting. I've become that person where I have absolutely no personality myself, but I'm just generally doing things, I think, to give me some personality. Um, but so, it works. Yeah, I mean, it's better than talking about the weather. 100% is better than talking about the weather. Pete Wicks, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed myself. Thank you, bud. And that's it for this Good Finds podcast brought to you by Gumtree. I've been Rachel Paris. You can follow me at Rachel Paris on Twitter or indeed Rachel SV Paris on Instagram. But nowhere else, you hear? Um, why not follow at Gumtree on Twitter and at Gumtree UK on Insta while you're at it too? But absolutely nowhere else. I'm sorry, I don't know what's got into me. Another big thank you to Pete Wicks. I'm off to get a neck tattoo and I really hope you are too. Let us know what good finds you found using hashtag good find. I've been Rachel Paris. See you next time. <laughs>